1: Tighter skin guarantee with this seven-day routine. Tighter skin or your money back. Get a 15% discount code by using the discount code GAME. That's fiber skincare. It's the game of roses. Welcome to the game of
0: roses. This is the game of roses. Welcome to to the
1: game. All right, Um, I was gonna try and practice like a speech and be perfect tonight, but that's not me and that's not who I want you guys to be. You know, I want you to be yourselves. I've, I've been in your shoes and tonight is scary. I know some of you are nervous. Some of you guys came out fully prepared. I appreciate every one of you who took time out of your lives to be here. The quarantine sucked. Right? (laughs) right.
0: It was worth it. Thank you.
1: (laughs) But ultimately I appreciate you guys being here. I'm here because I believe in this and I hope you're here because you believe in it as well. And so all I ask is that you be yourself because that's the only way this is going to work and step out of your comfort zone because also this is weird. All right? (laughs) So raise a glass and we'll cheers to uh to love cheers Cheers, boys i made my intentions very clear about why i am here and tonight a bomb was dropped on me about multiple people still here for the wrong reason and i don't know how clear i can be about my intentions and my time but if you are not here for me, if you are not here for an engagement, then get the f- out.
0: My name's Nick, for those of you who don't know. A few years back, I was on the Bachelorette, found love, had my heart broken. So uh, trust me when I tell you, I know exactly what you guys are going through. Emotions move very quickly. I've also been in Katie's shoes. And I can tell you, having talked to her, how serious she is about this ending in love and hopefully an engagement. Also being in Katie's shoes, I can tell you that our biggest fear of being in this position is getting to know people and falling in love with them, but not knowing everything about them. So I'm here to hold you guys accountable. Today's about being truthful and sharing with Katie the things that maybe we're not so proud of. Stories like people who have led women on, ghosting, cheating, someone trying to be, next bachelor
1: told me things I wanted to hear, but what I learned about
0: you tonight is you're selfish, unkind, and a liar. Your bachelor audition ends tonight. I hate to interrupt, but can I steal Katie? Okay uh, not, not right now. I'm, not, I'm gonna need at least a couple more minutes, but I
1: just literally got here. We thought we're just getting a date card, but Caitlin tells us that we have all
0: been invited into this this pledge of, uh, of no more own nation as Mark Twain put it. No more downtown Lester Brown, no more low five, no more getting jiggy with it. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a a little messy in terms of the color's aggressive, and...
1: um... That's interesting, because it's actually my
0: self-portrait. I know my journey kind of really got just encompassed by conflict, Mm. Um, but hopefully uh, you know that I always had your best interest um at heart and hopefully it made it easier for you to fall in love with with whoever you did and i don't know how it ended but um i'm always gonna be in your corner thank you Aww, thanks thomas who cares about the rose or the number one or the number two or who's getting sent home this week if it's not real it's not real i just wanted something real and we just hit it off we just click i, I feel like i've known her forever but i feel like she's like one of the only people especially in this time frame as small as this has been that just understands me and so I do want approval from you, and I do want approval from
1: oh, yeah. <laughs> Ronda Lee,
0: right? But it's like, what, what matters is that Katie and I are on the yeah. same page.
1: Like, you ultimately mean nothing. <laughs> Welcome to Game of Roses. This is Pace Case.
0: This is Bachelor Clues, and today is Monday. So you know what this is going to be. It is going to be a very special episode where we talk about some of the most important things about our beloved game, and you're going to have to go to our Patreon and join us in the bottom of the pit if you want to hear the entire thing, and believe me, you do, because today we are going to be going through the top 10 takeaways from the recently concluded historic season 17 of The Bachelorette, starring Katie Thurston as The Crown. Quite a bit happened this season. It was very difficult for us to come up with 10 things because we had a list initially of about 150 things that we felt were crucial Mm. and imperative for everyone to know
1: about. Yes, you're welcome that I cut ladders out of the list.
0: (laughs) The ladders had their own list. We also had a top 10 ladders list that we will not be forcing you to listen to here. This is just going to be the top 10 things that we felt like were... Important historically, and in some cases important specifically to this season. But overall, these are ten things that really we felt like are impacting the game and changing the direction of it, where it's going, the things that this season will primarily, we think, be remembered for. And at the end of this episode, we're going to be giving you our awards for MVP of the season, play of the season, error of the season, Jorge bystander of the season. What else we got? Creature, Creature of the, of the season. season. How could I forget? And so we're going to be giving our, our season-long awards at the very end of this episode, so be sure to listen all the way through. Are you ready, Pace Case, to dive into this? I'm ready. Here we go. Number 10 on our top 10 list of most important things to take away from the season is The Pit's Growing Influence. That is correct. When we began this podcast 200 years ago, at least that's what it feels like sometimes, one of our goals <laughs> was to have the way we talk about the game and the, the way we see it, some of our lexicon, our nomenclature, the words we've come up with, like PTCs and hujus, some of that kind of stuff, our goal was to have that eventually be embraced by the game itself. That eventually players would use some of our terminology, would openly refer to it as sport, and this season, we I mean, we saw the biggest evidence of that that we've literally ever seen by a yes. large margin.
1: This is coming at, num- at number 10 now, but if you do some future casting, it's possible this might be the number one thing that season is remembered <laughs> for, judging by what else will happen after. Time will tell.
0: Time will tell, but this season we saw Hunter Montgomery saying he was in the pit on his social media and openly discussing the difference between love levels at the Mentel all. On his social media, he was just on Chatty Broads not that long ago. We used a clip from it where he says he is basically a student of the game and he knows all that stuff, and he openly said he's in the pit. We also had Blake Moynes himself, the ring winner of this season, using our terminology, openly saying he's in the pit on his social media.
1: On his finale night, he posted one last hoo with Katie Thurston as his Instagram post once the couple had become public. I mean, does it get bigger than that?
0: It does, it turns out. We also saw Michael Olio saying he was hashtag 4TR on in Instagram post. but the biggest evidence of this was the sitting bachelorette, Katie Thurston herself, wearing a Game of Roses 4TRR T-shirt the night of her Fantasy Suite episode airing, and she posted a uh, two video clips of herself in this shirt to her Instagram stories on that night. I, I mean, that was astounding to us.
1: Mind-blowing. I mean, we have accomplished goals before, but I, this is one I didn't think we would accomplish so quickly for all of our terms to infiltrate the game, etc., and... This was an amazing experience for us. What a journey.
0: It was fantastic. And I think, hopefully, in the coming seasons, the next step of this is not just players using our terminology and wearing our shirts and stuff in their social media, but actually to have somebody in the document say Huju or PTC, one of our terms, and the producers keep it in the show. We are going to. I think Mm. this is going to happen. I don't know if it's next season. I don't know when. But sometime in the near future, within the next year, I think, in one of the main games, we're going to see somebody say Game of Roses term, and it's going to be in the game itself.
1: Which do you think it'll be?
0: I think it's going to be Huju, because saying PTC about your own... Story of personal trauma or tragedy. This
1: is, uh, 14WR, <laughs> <It's> definitely
0: 14WR. <laughs> I think you're going to see Hooju because it's funny and it's like the Hooju itself isn't really taken seriously within the context of the game. I don't think it's you know it's it's not even like saying 4TRR. It's not like boiling down one of the things that they have to keep up the illusion of the show being 4TRR. It's not like boiling one of those things down to like a funny dismissible term. Huju, I think, is kind of perfect for it. And I think you're going to see that somewhere in it, like in an ITM where it's like, I tried to Huju him and I just, oh, I blew it or something like that, you know, some kind of self-deprecating reference to it. That's what I feel like anyway.
1: I mean, the fact that Popeye told us that they called it Huju behind the scenes makes me think that maybe, you know, if the words are already getting said on set, that you might be right. It might be the next one.
0: Exactly. The producers are using our terminology. It's only a matter of time until it slips into the editors and into the show. And that's that. I think we're almost there. But, but uh-huh. this season was just fucking mind blowing at the volume and high level of our influence in this. In crowd. Terms, a crown. A crown wearing our t-shirt. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ.
1: Congratulations, Clues. We made the top 10 again. I feel like we always put ourselves in this list. It's so good
0: when the people who make these top 10 lists put us in them, isn't it? Yeah,
1: I love it. It's like we're winning an award.
0: But speaking of who let's move on to number nine in our list of the top 10 most important takeaways from this season. We're talking about the most hoo performed by a crown in history. How many? I'm not sure. We didn't even tabulate this, but she did one at every opportunity. Anytime she had a one-on-one moment with someone leading into a one-on-one date, she was huju There were some moments like in the final rose ceremony where she pulled off a fucking huju (laughs) after she gets the final rose. It was like unfucking believable to me how aware of it she was and how Obviously, enthusiastic about the sub sport, Katie Thurston Mm -hmm. was throughout the entire season. And even in Matt James' season, we saw her even when she was a player, not the lead, pulling off Hooju's left and right on two group dates. And then she pulled off two Hooju's in her one on one date with Matt James.
1: Yeah, the Hooju's on a group date is definitely a new phenomenon, which I love. Especially Hooju after Hooju of the players all running, trying to win this race to be the Hoojuer. And I never thought we would see a final rose ceremony hooju. Beautiful. By the way, fact check, she did have a slit in her dress.
0: Yeah, I know. A bunch of people sent me that message. <laughs> there was a slit. I saw a fucking <laughs> pictures of it. People were circling the I slit knew it. and sending it to me and shit. And I'm like, I've said this multiple times. I will continue to say it probably till the day I die. I don't understand fashion. I don't understand, like design of yeah, furniture. you adamantly or told cars. me there
1: was no slit in that dress because that's
0: what I thought. Because I'm <laughs> I'm style blind, you might say.
1: Style blind, <laughs> lol. <laughs> in my head, it was just like
0: I knew that the dress was long and like went to the ground, basically, and that was it. That's like where my analysis of that type of clothing stops.
1: Yeah, that's okay. It's fine, but it makes sense that she would have. Adequately had a gown that could accommodate a hooju.
0: And her hooju's were great, by the way. Like, let's, let's not discount that. This isn't just about volume, the level of skill. Mm-hmm. And we watched her evolve. That was kind of the beautiful thing about her hooju's. Her first ones on those first group dates in Matt James' season 25 weren't that great. They started getting better on her one on one date, but then she didn't have much more opportunity to practice. And now we saw in season 17 of Bachelorette, they were all pretty fucking high level. I don't know how much time she had in between Matt James' season and her season shooting, but I'm like, did she practice this shit on somebody? Because she got way better in the interim. And then even over the course of 17, (laughs) she got better and better and better.
1: And at the end of it, she was able to do a full photo shoot mid-Hooju with Blake Points.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's second nature to her. It's like breathing at this point. But somewhere, I think it was even the first Hooju of this season, of season 17 she achieved double ankle lock had a firm arm grip around the back of the guy's head rained down the kisses great i mean she's a high level who not again not just in volume but in skill in in the final product the artistry of the sub sport and i think Mm -hmm. that does come to some degree through volume we've all at this point read Malcolm Gladwell's books, and we know it takes 10,000 hours to be an expert in anything. And, uh, you know, I think Katie Thurston has done that. 10,000 hours of Puji practice certainly paid off.
1: <laughs> Speaking of practicing, our number eight takeaway from Katie Thurston's Bachelorette season was that it was the third bubble season. We saw an increased use of reuse of props and date ideas. It's probably slash hopefully the last bubble season, but we had the most successful relationships produced of all time in a row from these seasons, the bubble seasons. Dale Moss, Claire Crawley, Zach Lark, Tasha Adams, Matt James, Rachel Kirkconnell, and now Katie Thurston, and Blake Moynes, who I hope will be together forever if they're happy.
0: Yeah, of course. If only if they're happy. If not.
1: Yeah. Break up if you're not happy, obviously, but be happy. <laughs> I sound like the mom on White Lotus.
0: <laughs> I haven't seen it all yet. I'm only on episode oh, one. Man. I'll get there. Great. But I think these bubble seasons for me, the things I'm going to take away from them, and I do consider Katie Thurston's to be the final. Almost like a trilogy, if you will, because we now know Hmm. through some reporting what some of the dates are going to be in uh, Michelle Young's season. And they're like, they're out doing shit in big public venues. It's not going to feel like what we've watched these prior three seasons. Even though they are shooting at resorts, they're taking little day trips out into cities and stuff and and doing what we really (laughs) feel is like more traditional type dates.
1: And even though we're still living in COVID. (laughs) Most importantly.
0: (laughs) But I think these bubble seasons, the things I'm taking away from them are the production value was terrible. I keep thinking back Mm -hmm. to, you know, even Claire's season when it first started and we were like starved for our beloved game. And we're like, oh, finally, thank you. And they would like march them into those little rooms that would have like i remember the fairy tale one where she's the one room yeah oh it's just terrible what or the weird one where they have um where everybody's standing in a circle yeah and they're groping or all it's just like it was creepy the vibe was always like low budget and shitty and i'm glad at least hopefully it seems like that's coming to an end and i think katie thurston's season unfortunately got the worst of it because everything they were recycling from two full seasons prior to this wound up in this season. We saw Serena Pitt's Canadian hometown exactly repeated for Blake Moynes, down to the fucking stirrup, down to the fucking maple leaves. You know, it's just all the same shit. We even saw within Katie Thurzon's season, two hometown dates used the same piece of prop where they had Blake Moynes, she was doing the mechanical bull riding on the moose, and then oh, it yeah. was... Uh,
1: the surfboard
0: the surfboard that they just redress and it just i don't know if it's lack of creativity i don't know if the producers are just being lazy or if they really were handcuffed or if the budget is shrinking for the show because the ratings are also dwindling which we'll get to in a moment Mm. i don't exactly know why it turned out so bad but these bubble seasons were at least in terms of production value the worst of all time
1: we just finished an interview with an unnamed person, but we were talking about an old season and about the travel in it, basically, and it made me realize how much we need the travel. We need to be to have something to look at that's different. <laughs> otherwise, it just feels like we're quarantined.
0: Totally, And it also affects the game mechanics itself. Like I think the producers are able to use that travel to better control players and the situations and stuff. Because if you're just locked down in one spot, and you're not like, okay, the producers aren't coming in and saying, pack your bags, we're going to Aruba, or wh- whatever the case may be, you're just stewing in that room all day.
1: Yeah. And you get the high-level self-eliminations, probably in part because of that. They're like, this isn't a vacation, this is a <laughs> prison, I'm out of here. Totally.
0: Totally. There's no incentive to stick around. If you are feeling like you want to check out of the show and you're thinking about a self-elimination, but you know, next week we might be going to Australia. You're going to yeah. stick around for that at the very least, the experience of it. You know, you're know, you going to try to play through the game because there are these tangible prizes that come with it by the way of travel. If that's eliminated, it's like like you're saying, you're just going to stick around another week and look at the same four fucking walls Ride the same mechanical bolt.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Fucking try to climb some of these ladders to nowhere. No.
0: Exactly. I just, the bubble seasons to me were, you know, I'm glad they existed because they did some very crucial things and they obviously moved the needle in certain ways. And we're going to get to a, a big way that that needle moved later on in this list, rest assured. But I'm glad they're over for what it's worth. I thank the bubble seasons for what they gave us and the positive <laughs> things that they did to change the game, but I'm also very happy that they're over and I, I really can't imagine what it was like for players in this situation to be like, I'm in the game, I'm playing The Bachelor or Bachelorette, but not fully. I'm getting this, this weird kind of shitty, tamped down version mm-hmm. of it. So I thank all the players as well for their service.
1: We savored your suffering.
0: And now... Let's move on to the number seven most important takeaway from season 17 of The Bachelorette. Now, this is something that a lot of people mistakenly think Katie Thurston ushered into the game. It's a very important thing, but again, she was not the first. The seventh most important takeaway from Bachelorette season 17 is that we had if you want to hear what this item on the top ten list was and the rest of the top ten list and all of our season-long awards for Creature of the Season, Error of the Season, Jorge Moreno, Bystander of the Season, Play of the Season, even the MVP of the Season, all you got to do is go to patreon.com gameofroses. And join us in the bottom of the pit. You're going to get access to the rest of this episode. You're going to get access to all the other episodes we've put in there. All the creatures of the weekend. All the little videos that I drop in there. You're going to get access to our live shows every Monday at 4.30 Pacific Time. That is 7.30 on the East Coast. And you are also going to get access to our Discord, which is up and running. It is a thriving community down in the deepest, darkest parts of the pit with us. In there talking about all manner of things. What episodes are out. If aliens are real. (laughs) And there's even a tab where you can submit your own screams. And we're going to be playing some of those on our Twibbins in Screams from the Pit. So if any of that appeals to you, please. We would love to see you down at the bottom of the pit. Join us. It's the pit you can get it in it. And dig around in all this content. It's the pit, come on, admit. You wanna eat up all these tasty tidbits. It's the pit, there's room enough to fit everyone who wants to come in. It's the pit you can get it in it go Around in all this content, it's the pit. Come on, admit it. you want to eat up all these tasty tidbits. It's the pit is room enough to fit everyone who wants to come in. It's the pit. Creams and serums are made of seventy percent water.
1: Tighter skin guarantee with this seven day routine. Tighter skin or your money back. Get a 15% discount code by using the discount code GAME. That's fiber skincare. If you are a wine lover like myself and you gotta have it for your bachelor viewing parties, I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. I found the personalized The most personalized wine club that has amazing wines and exclusive perks called First Leaf. As a First Leaf member, you get to try new wines, and I'm guaranteed to enjoy them because they got to know my unique preferences. I answered a few questions on their website, this quiz about the flavors you like, how often you drink wine, Monday nights, if you prefer red, white, or rosé. And based on these, it gives you this amazing selection of wines tailored just for you And when you rate those wines, it gets even more tailored, a la, you know, uh, Netflix, just play into the algorithm. My algorithm got me both rosé and white wine, my Mm. favorites, and they were so delicious. And I've gotten to enjoy them with many of my,
0: my friends. Look, being part of the First Leaf Wine Club also has perks. As a member, you get access to their incredibly helpful wine concierge. So if you want uh wine pairing advice or you want to talk about the wines in your box, you can always talk to one of their experts. Plus, you get member exclusive pricing.
1: What's in the box?
0: On every order. Join the club today and discover new wines you'll love with first leaf go to try slash roses to get your first box that's t-r-y-f-i-r-s-t-l-e-a-f.com slash roses try firstleaf.com slash roses sweaters candles the dreaded bathrobe, unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an Aura frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. It was named the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. My mom loves hers. I'm throwing pictures of skabuli and our cat up there. She's laughing. She's texting me. He's so cute. I wish I could meet him. Cute. It's the next best thing to, to meeting my cat, really.